It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, everybody, it is episode number 236 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I am your host, Chris Russell, and away we go into Memorial Day weekend. This will be the last episode of the weekend. Take a couple of uh, days off because i got to do a bunch of radio um, for my other job and as well a little refresh. Uh, And, of course, I figure most people are kind of checking out anyway a little bit. Uh, and enjoying the weekend as they should. Again, as we mentioned and as we ended episode number 235, please do remember the reason why we get to enjoy uh, this uh, great holiday weekend uh, and, um, you know, time for food and fun and family and friends uh, is because of the men and women that put their lives on the line uh, and paid the ultimate sacrifice again on this Memorial Day weekend. All right, so the Redskins made one brief ro- or one small roster move. We'll get to that as well. We also have a one-on-one with Montez Sweat. And I know we, in 235, played about a minute, little over a minute of a group session with Montez Sweat. What had happened was uh, Redskins PR was kind enough to uh, allow me to catch up with him off on the side before that session I was about five and a half minutes or so with Montez about his journey uh, to the Washington Redskins in the first round. So we are going to have that for you coming up later on in this episode. So a one-on-one exclusive with Montez Sweat, the other first-round pick for the Washington Redskins. But I wanted to start off this episode right here of the Locked On Redskins podcast with my buddy Grant Paulson, uh, who uh, is also a host on 106.7 The Fan and as well NBC Sports Washington and as well an author and a writer on The Athletic. He's got all the great jobs that everybody wants. Uh, he penned a column for The Athletic called, uh, and he does this series called Rankum Thursday, and basically it's after the Reuben Foster injury and who are the 10 most irreplaceable Redskins. So what he did was he ranked from 1 to 10 one being the highest or the most irreplaceable uh, as, you know, what players the the Redskins could least afford to lose. So I wanted to run down the list for you uh, and go like this from top, uh, from bottom to top uh, and give it to you uh, like this as, as Grant kind of laid it out. Number 10 is Paul Richardson, the wide receiver. Um, And I'm going to also add in some of my conjecture and some of my opinions uh, as well after as we go through the list. Number nine, Morgan Moses, starting right tackle for the Washington Redskins. Number eight, first-round pick from a year ago, Deron Payne on the defensive line. Number seven is Montez Sweat, who we were just talking about, the first-round pick out of Mississippi State, the second of two first-round picks. Number six is Josh Norman. Yeah, Josh Norman. 
Um, Y'all know what I think about him. Uh, But the bottom line is, is he is an important player for as long as he is here. Number five, Jonathan Allen, the first round pick a couple of years ago and arguably the leader of the defense. Number four, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, tight end, off to injured but very talented. Number three, new addition to the Washington Redskins, Landon Collins. Safety coming over from the New York Giants on a massive deal. Number two, Trent Williams, of course, 2010, number four overall pick and the anchor of the offensive line at left tackle. When healthy, still pretty damn good. Uh, When not healthy, still good, but nowhere near as good as he can be when he's fresh and healthy. And number one for Grant on the 10 most irreplaceable Redskins list is Ryan Kerrigan. Let's start with number one as we work our way through this with Kerrigan. And Grant points out, you know, it's a passing league. Uh, Kerrigan and the Redskins defense, fifth in sacks per pass attempt uh, last season. Kerrigan has averaged 10.5 sacks per season over the course of his career since becoming a first-round pick in 2011. And remember, the Redskins traded down from 10 through 6 to 16 in that particular draft to get more picks. And in the process also bypassed J.J. Watt. We should point that out. J.J. Watt was taken between 10 and 16. I think it was number 13 overall, uh, if memory serves me correct, uh, by the Houston Texans. So they did bypass a generational-type talent in J.J. Watt, although it be it one that was very, you know, that has been injured uh, and, you know, has missed significant chunks of two full NFL seasons. Ryan Kerrigan has started and played in all 128 games of his career. I mean, you can't get much more durable than Ryan Kerrigan. So he puts Ryan Kerrigan number one. Uh, as Grant points out, 25 forced fumbles, three pick sixes, uh, and the leadership that Ryan Kerrigan presents. I mean, it's hard to argue, quite honestly, with Ryan Kerrigan as being the number one most irreplaceable Redskin. I mean, we don't think about what it would be like to lose him, but I do know when Ryan Kerrigan was banged up and was trying to, you know, stay on the field and trying to contribute any way he can, clearly he was not as dominant uh, and as much of a force as he has been at times in his career, and it did hurt the Redskins, especially, again, in an edge pass rushing league. Number two, Trent Williams. Again, Trent Williams at... 30, you know, again, he rarely plays a full season. Uh, and, again, he's missed significant chunks of the last two years. Um, it's hard for me to say that Trent Williams is number two on this list only because, again, when we talk about irreplaceable, I think they have managed to replace him. Clearly, they're not as good with Trent Williams on the sideline, but guys like Ty and Sec- Now, the problem is, is Ty and Secchi's not there. That's the problem. And basically what you're left with right now is the veteran, Eric Flowers, who has played left and right tackle, and granted, has not played it very well, and Jaron Christian, who is a third-round pick out of Louisville. Now, before everybody writes him off, He was a third-round pick, and he is athletic, and he does have long arms. So 
Let's hope that he's bulked up. Let's hope that he's learned some technique things. Let's hope that his head is not swimming as much. And let's hope that Jaron Christian is what the Redskins hoped he would eventually be on the upside. And that is a very smooth, athletic left tackle. I would say Trent Williams is more replaceable than Ryan Kerrigan, which Grant is essentially saying too, but I don't know if I would put him at number two. Grant also goes with Landon Collins at number three, and I think part of the problem or part of the reason here is they don't have a good free safety option. They don't. Monte Nicholson, Troy Apke, uh, again, DeShazer Everett, not really a free safety. They just don't. So if we're looking at the safety position in general – and if we're looking at the amount of money invested in in Landon Collins and what he can provide, a strong argument can be made that he's number two on the list. A strong argument, I think, can be made for him being number two on the list. And again, it's for multiple reasons. Jordan Reed at number four. Now listen, the reason why the Redskins have not given up on Vernon Davis yet is A, because of the leader he is and the character that he has And also, I think he's part of the buddy-buddy system. Don't forget how much he patronized Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder last year. That means something. That counts for something in their eyes. There is no doubt about that. I'm not saying that's the only reason, but at 35, counting uh, about $5 million a year under the cap, eh, going into the final year of his deal, I don't know. I don't know if a good argument could be made for Vernon Davis to be costing that much and to be taking up that much space. But the problem also is that they cannot count on Jordan Reed, who missed the final couple of games of the season. He was kind of shut down, but he wasn't really Jordan Reed. He was 75-ish percent, 80% maybe of Jordan Reed. He did score a touchdown in week one, and everybody got excited and thought, oh, okay. And I did see some bright signs. I did see some of those crossover sick moves off the line of scrimmage, the shake and bake. Uh, type stuff. The bottom line is, is right now, I would say that Jordan Reed is more irreplaceable because this offense works inside out. They already lost their starting slot guy in Jamison Crowder. They cannot afford, especially again with Vernon Davis at 35 years old, some drops last year, not good in the run game, and Jeremy Sprinkle not really being a factor yet. They cannot afford to lose Jordan Reed or have Jordan Reed be pedestrian again, quite honestly. So I could make the argument that Jordan Reed probably more important than either Landon Collins and or Trent Williams. I don't think I can make it more than Ryan Kerrigan, but an argument certainly could be made if you wanted to. Now, Jonathan Allen, number five, I think pretty much says it all, right? Along with Matt Ioannidis and Deron Payne, that is the strength of this football team. So we're not going to waste a whole lot of time there. Again, I would probably have him inside my top five, but, you know, we can split hairs on that. Number six, Josh Norman. Uh, And Grant says, quote, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit here. I'm stunned I have Norman this high on the list. And he talks about how it's possible that the Redskins may trade or release Josh Norman. Again, I believe he was one of the veterans that were offered up in trade talks uh, leading up to the NFL draft. Uh, And he talks about the depth issues and the problems that the Redskins have at corner because Dunbar, who was cleared by Jay Gruden, we heard that earlier this week, running at full speed, but we just don't know if he's ready to play football uh, and when he's going to be ready to play football and if it's going to get re-aggravated when he puts all that pressure and torque uh, on the problem from last year, which, again, was very hard for them 
to get a, con- uh, you know, really any control over. They also brought in Dominique Rogers-Camardi, who can play inside and outside, but he retired last year. They have young players like Greg Stroman and Adonis Alexander and Fabian Moreau. I think, arguably, a strong argument can be made that if they were to move on from Josh Norman, take a $3 million dead cap hit, get rid of some, uh, again, drama, some poison, whatever, that they can get by with Fabian Moreau and Quinton Dunbar as their starting corners with DRC as their starting slot and have, again, Adonis Alexander and Stroman and sign a veteran to add to the mix, whether it be now or later. I think you can get by. I think you can still win like that, but certainly another crippling injury to the secondary, specifically to the corners, would further expose the problem that you have at free safety. And on top of that, further weaken the cornerback coverage and play in a passing league. So that's the argument against moving on from Josh Norman, even though he counts $14.5 million under the salary cap. Montez Sweat at number seven. Uh, I agree with this one. Again, more edge pass rushing help, passing league. You've got to turn the corner. Once he gets his hands into him, as he's going to explain in our one-on-one interview with him, it's pretty much over. Uh, It's hard to argue with Montez Sweat, uh, even though he's probably going to split a lot of reps with Ryan Anderson. Number eight, Deron Payne. Again, part of that defensive line uh, where the Redskins went from 32nd worst in the NFL in 2017 to 17th in 2018. And certainly they were doing really good up until about week nine, week 10. Again, five sacks, you know, for Deron Payne. What more could you ask for uh, in year one? Uh, for him. Morgan Moses at number nine. This is interesting because every game Morgan Moses is there, but every game he's also rolling around on the floor and you think, boy, that guy is going to not make it. But since he won the right tackle job from Brandon Sheriff early in training camp of 2015, uh, again, Sheriff was the number five overall pick. He has made 64 straight starts. I mean, you've got to give him something. He's had knee, foot, ankle, all sorts of things. Morgan Moses, most irreplaceable number nine by Grant. Number 10, Paul Richardson. Now, this is a guy I would have higher, but because he's so injury prone, it's hard to count on him. Again, 20 passes, 262 yards, two touchdowns uh, last year. To me, he changes everything. His speed, his pluckability, his ability to go over the middle and catch 50-50 balls. His speed changes how teams can rotate and design and implement their coverages against the interior guys, the Jordan Reeds, the Josh Doxons, um, Trey Quinn. Of course, the young guys that they have, Cam Sims from last year and the two young guys that they drafted in Terry McLaurin and Kelvin Harmon. So to me... Paul Richardson needs to be higher on the list. So that's Grant's top 10. Notice one name that's not on there that might be surprising. Well, two names, actually. Dwayne Haskins, one, and it's probably because you don't know when he's going to play. Number two, how about this? (laughs) Grant did not put on, um, on his list Brandon Sheriff which is a little bit surprising. Now, I personally am not the biggest Brandon Sheriff fan. I think he's good. I think he's very good in space on pulls and on screens. 
I don't think he's great interior-wise. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't think he's great pass pro-wise. I don't think he's nasty enough in the run game. And the Redskins have a dilemma of how to handle him moving forward. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll finish up a thought on that, and then we'll get to Montez Sweat right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us. It is episode number 236 uh, right here of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, And away we go. Just let me tell you before we go uh, to the break, you can get the Locked on Redskins podcast on the brand-new podcasting app called Himalaya as well. You can download uh, on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, and Megaphone, Player FM, and more. Plus, when you get in your car, tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked on Redskins. All right, back in a flash with the rest of episode number 236 right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL scouting podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we welcome you back. It is episode number 236 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Once again, remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to the Locked on Redskins podcast on the new Himalaya podcasting app and an ever-expanding podcast world. You need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Redskins. There you go. Um, So here's another thing that we wanted to tell you is that there's some talk right now, and of course there should be, with Brandon Sheriff going into the final year of his deal, what to do with him. We just kind of went down the replaceable or irreplaceable list. Again, Brandon Sheriff was not on that in Grant Paulson's opinion uh, which I found to be interesting. I thought Grant would have him on there. Uh, I personally happen to agree. A lot of Redskins fans and a lot of ma- media uh, think he's great and think he's dominant. I-, I don't see it. I'm sorry. I think he's good to very good. Um, I think maybe my expectation is just too much. I don't know. Uh, Joel Corey, a longtime NFL agent uh, and as well media dude, and he writes for different publications, cbssports.com, and on Twitter, at Corey Joel, at Corey Joel, said, quote, if the Redskins aren't willing to easily make Brandon Sheriff, the NFL's highest paid OG, meaning offensive guard, at $15 million per year or more, he should test the open market in 2020. OGs, offensive guards, typically aren't franchised. Recent history suggests a Pro Bowl caliber offensive guard in his prime will reset the market in free agency. Now, a couple of things here to unpack. One, I don't think Brandon Sheriff, quite honestly, is worth $16, 17000000 million per year in terms of average annual value. That's me. Uh, again, I think you know how I kind of feel uh, about that. The other thing 
is that we have to point out is this. Morgan Moses is under contract until, for right now, 2022. He's locked up. Uh, and his cap numbers for the next several years, including this year, is 6.9 this year, 8.65 in 2020, 9.65 in 2021, and down to 7.75 in 2022. Meanwhile, Trent Williams, he is under contract, and his cap number for this year is very similar to Josh Norman's in that it's 14.72 this year, 14.65 next year, meaning 2020 at the age of 32. Then you have to kind of wonder, what happens with Trent Williams? Now, you know, that would suggest that you have to lock up Sheriff, right? Because Morgan Moses could flip to left tackle. Jaron Christian could be the left tackle. I guess Eric Flowers could be here long term. Who knows? I assume Sheriff stays at guard, right? But all of a sudden, the logjam that you have financially isn't as bad if, if you do something about Sheriff's contract this year. And what I mean by that is right now he counts $12.52 million under the cap going into the final year, again, of his deal. You could franchise him next year, as we were just kind of talking about, and pay $13, $14 million, whatever the franchise fee is. Or you could offer him a long-term deal and lower that cap number this year from, say, let's call it $12.52 million down to seven or eight million dollars and have in 2020 it go up but still cost less than the franchise tag would so again it makes sense to sign brandon sheriff long term however i guess what doesn't make sense to me is to commit 15 16 17 million dollars per year along with the requisite guarantees towards Brandon Sheriff. I like like ideally like it would be great if Brandon Sheriff would be willing to work with the Redskins and take a reasonable contract that doesn't necessarily mean he's the highest paid offensive guard because I don't think he's anywhere close quite honestly to the best offensive guards. I'm going to have to do a closer breakdown and study of that. Remember the Giants just acquired Kevin Zeitler from the Cleveland Browns as part of the Odell Beckham trade and the Olivier Vernon trade. Uh, two years ago, Kevin Zeitler was paid like five years and $60 million, setting the market. Andrew Norville went from Carolina to Jacksonville, monstrous contract, and got hurt. And Jacksonville's offensive line stunk. Now, I, I'm sure he'll be fine, but the point of the matter is, is just because you pay a guy and just because you keep a guy, and just because you pay him at top level does not mean that you get that high-end value, and I just don't see it with Brandon Sheriff. Yet, I understand lowering the cap number this year, lowering it next year, as opposed to letting it sit at 12.52 this year and potentially 14 or $15 million in terms of a franchise tag next year. I do understand that. I really do. And especially considering that Trent Williams would be off the books after the 2020 season, and ultimately that's going to open up a bunch more salary cap room that you can invest in Brandon Sheriff, and, you know, of course, you're also going to need uh, a long-term extension or at least the way it's looking, the way it's looking with your starting center 
uh, and of course others, Jonathan Allen and so on and so forth, on the other side of the football, uh, the Redskins are going to have some difficult, difficult situations uh, to navigate through. All right, we'll come back and put the icing on the cake right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast with a one-on-one interview with Montez Sweet. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, we are back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. Once again, here to tell you that today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, and get rewarded. Also, today's show brought to you and this weekend's show brought to you in part by Untuck It. Dads come in all shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts. Like tall, short, slim, relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups took so long and baggy at the end uh, of the day? It can be hard for guys to pull off a casual untucked look that isn't sloppy. That's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekends. No tucking, no tailoring. Required, go to untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA, that's right, NBA, to get 20% off. And one more for you, also the Locked on Redskins podcast brought to you by Grip6, where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. Grip6 is an easy, thoughtful gift for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, and even moms and wives. See our women's collection, guys. Ultra lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist, making the belt super comfortable. A Grip6 is the only belt with no holes, no flap, and no bulk. Grip6 has a special offer for you right now at Grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's Grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. All right, to Montez Sweat, first-round pick, caught up with him after practice exclusively here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Take me back, if, if you don't mind, to uh, a year ago, well, a little bit more than a year ago at this point. I know you were considering coming out for the NFL draft, and you, you, know, you kind of got the evaluation that a lot of kids go through uh, and the feedback. What was the biggest thing for you that allowed you to remain patient and turn yourself into whatever it, the results spat out then to a first-round pick now? Yeah, I mean, I had a long, long talk with my coach, Coach Brian Baker, Coach Grantham, and also a lengthy talk with my grandparents. Uh, they wanted me to go back and get my degree, and my coaches and myself thought it was more work to do on the field where I can up my production and just go back and do the same thing I did last year, just a little bit better. And uh, when I look back on it, it all worked out for the better. And that was a new coaching staff uh, in terms of the offense that came in. But like you said, Coach Baker, you had worked with um, you know previously, and he stayed around. Um, what was his impact on you in terms of allowing you to get to the level that you're at now? I was a great impact. I mean, Coach Baker, he was in the league for many years, coached many greats, uh, Chris Long, DeMarcus Ware, and some other guys. I mean, he just instilled the fact on me that he wanted me to come back to school, get my degree, and work on a few things and just get better in all my techniques. So, yeah, he had a, a great deal on it. 
talking to coaches again you know that you were with at Mississippi State they said you, you know talked about your basketball background and they compared you first and now everybody's doing it to Julius Peppers but the first thing I heard was he's a football player playing basketball um, not a basketball player playing football you would agree with that assessment I mean, I, I, I played basketball in my early years, I mean, but when it all comes down to it, I'm a football player. It's what I do now. I mean, of course, that cross-training uh, helps out a little bit with the running and change of direction and jumping and things of that sort, but at the end of the day, I'm a football player. If you were a basketball player, I mean, as a football player, you're a first-round pick in the NFL, and you're probably going to be expected to get six, eight sacks, whatever it is, uh, and play a big role for this team. If you were a basketball player in the NBA, what would you be racking up? I have a double double each game, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> play the four position? Are you a stretch four? Or? Yeah, I, I like to play the three and the four. I, th I like to think I'm pretty versatile. I like Draymond to be able to guard anybody from the guard to the center. Just because just of my toughness and that uh, ability that I am be, uh, to roam around with those big boys. But. All right, and that is Redskins rookie first round pick Montez Sweat. Interesting conversation with him. Tell you what, we just played a little portion of that. We will have the remainder uh, early next week uh, because we're running a little bit long here on time and we want to try and button this up uh, a little bit. That's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Again, have a very safe and happy and healthy Memorial Day weekend. But please remember the reason why we all get to celebrate, relax, and have lots of food, fun, family, friends, all that good stuff. And thank you to the men and women that paid the ultimate sacrifice to defend our honor, our freedom, our integrity, uh, and our right to do what we get to do here in the United States of America and all over the world. Have a good weekend, everyone. Be safe. Don't be a dummy. And keep on coming back to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.